Hey Sam, how are you? Hey Brian, I'm really well. What we're going to talk about today on today's show? Today is our pre-Easter core message podcast, which shouldn't have anybody too fearful because it's uh, it's not as uh, deep and meaningful as what many people will be celebrating. But this is uh, gets right to the heart of marketing. Oh, it sure does. This is um, this is a really exciting area in it. It's something that um, I think we both enjoy um, covering when we do work with clients. Yeah, for sure. That's exactly right. It's also, uh, believe it or not, one of the what I guess uh, we call one of the big rocks uh, in terms of uh, making sure that you get this one nailed um, uh, and, uh, and something you're really uh, satisfied with. And it, uh, it sounds easy, and it actually sounds easier than it really is. Yeah, it does. So, um... I guess maybe to get us started, Brian, um, when we talk about a core message, um, what, what are we actually talking about there? What, we, what does that mean? Well, you know, there's a couple of things. There's a couple of things going on here. One is you, uh, you really want to be able to distinguish yourself with your core message. In other words, um, you want to be able to uh, stand out amongst uh, the mass of competitors that you face in your marketplace. And a core message is one of the key ways of being able to do that. Um, you, you're also wanting to move yourself out of um, commodity. Uh, you won't uh, ever get yourself out of being just another this or that, consultant, plumber, masseuse, whatever, if you do not distinguish yourself with your core message. You, um, you need to get out of the commodity world, and frankly, Sam, just about every business these days uh, has been commoditized to some degree or other. Yep, it certainly has. Um, <clears throat> one of the things I was doing recently, Brian, is working with a company who, um, they're in the chiropractic business, so there's a doctor involved who's a chiropractor, but um, one of the interesting things we did is, um, when I was with him, we had a look through Yellow Pages, just at what other chiropractors were saying. Um, and when you talk about being in a commodity business, um, there were, and there are where this guy was, there was about four pages in, in the yellow pages of chiropractor ads, and wow. just about every single one of them said virtually the same thing. Um, come and see us, we're professional, blah, 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 and we help with injury, we help take pain away. There was absolutely nothing to differentiate in any one of those chiropractors. There's probably about 100 of them across the four pages. Oh, maybe not quite 100, maybe about 60 or 70. But absolutely nothing in the messages that differentiated that business. Right. So if somebody goes to the yellow pages and looks up chiropractors, it's because they are looking for a chiropractor right there and then. And the challenge that um, my client faced and, and which um, every business faces is if you've got a client who's ready to buy, what is it that's going to make them choose your business versus someone else's business? Yeah, exactly right. And, uh, you know, that's an interesting area too. Uh, the uh, the uh, healthcare area, particularly uh, one that you just mentioned in the chiropractic, um, you know, there's, uh, it's for those of us who aren't uh, knowledgeable in that area, um, how, would we, uh, how would we know what differentiates uh, a chiropractor from another chiropractor. Um, it's not like uh, the specialization that uh, some of the other medical professionals have. No, that's right. And interestingly, just to cut to the end of this story, to give um, listeners an idea of where we're going with this core message stuff, what we came up with for this chiropractor was something radically different. 
instead of a Yellow Pages ad that tried to get people to pick him versus pick anyone else, um, his new Yellow Pages ad, which when it does go live in the next Yellow Pages, will actually say in bold letters, warning, don't call any chiropractor until um, you read this announcement. And the announcement underneath just says, um, there are many mistakes you can make and it's very easy to choose the wrong chiropractic doctor. Call this number um, and we'll explain the things to look out for when you're choosing a chiropractor. Oh, great. Obviously, he didn't go, uh, don't call anybody else because we're the cheapest. Absolutely not, no. And the great thing, of course, is anybody who goes to Yellow Pages and sees that ad, they're going to be torn, aren't they? They're absolutely going to feel compelled to call that number and find out what the mistakes are they can make in choosing a chiropractor. Oh, boy. If anybody's going to be working on my back, I sure as heck want to have as much information as I can get before I go there. Absolutely. And, of course, what he's going to do is he's got, we've got a little process worked out with him where he's genuinely going to provide people that information, but then he's going to ask them would they like to come in and meet him for a free consultation and of course, when they do come in for the free consultation, he's going to be demonstrating the opposite of the things to look out for. Right. Um, so, and at, and at that point, when he's got them in the door, he's got a client. He's got a new client. Um, his current Yellow Pages ad does almost zero for him, and it's not surprising because it's the same as all the other ones. Yeah. And I reckon this one um, will have the phone ringing for him. Yeah, that's fantastic. And so that, that's what we're on about um, for the listeners out there. We'll talk about a core message. It's about how are you going to position your business in the eyes of your potential customers or clients such that your business really stands out from the crowd. Yeah, that's right. Just on that topic too, I guess one of the other uh, really big ways that you can uh, distinguish yourself and um, create a core message that... Uh, uh, moves you away from the crowd is by um, doing what uh, many of us don't even think about doing, and that's uh, providing an ironclad super guarantee um, that your clients uh, will take note of. That's right, and um, and if uh, the one thing that lies behind those kind of ironclad guarantees is you need to live up to the guarantee, but of course, presuming you do that then you can really get people's attention and you can compel them to contact you. Um, you know, things like try our service for 90 days and if we don't perform exactly as promised, we will double your money back. Yeah, boy. Double your money back. Think about that. Now, you might say as a business owner, geez, you'd have to be crazy. I'd, I'd, I'd go out of business, I'd go bankrupt. But if you can make sure you deliver an excellent service and you're managing that client relationship during those 90 days, no one is going to ask for their money back. That's right. Hey, uh, you know, and certainly uh, just a bit closer to home, you know, um, one of the things that uh, we get asked all the time is, um, you know, what does it mean to be a 20 times guy? Absolutely. Yep. Because that's our catchphrase in sales ecosystem. We are the 20 times guys. Yep. And boy, it uh, sure brings on a lot of good jokes, Sam. <laughs> yeah, it sure does, Brian. So, um, what? How do we explain to people? Somebody says to us, "What you know? What do you mean you're the twenty times guys? What do we say, Brian?" Well, you know, it's a good thing we're doing this podcast early because they'll keep it clean, Sam. But um, <laughs> the uh, basically, well, actually, in a nutshell, we uh, guarantee that our clients will uh, get a twenty times return uh, for the investment they make in our services. So. Um, whatever they invest um, using our expertise to grow their business, they will achieve at least 20 times that in increased revenue. Yep, and um, 
as you know, Brian, whenever we use that little catchphrase, that we always ask that question, and the response, the answer you just gave, blows people away because the business we're in, which is effectively the consulting business, where we help business owners dramatically increase the value of their business through improving their sales and revenue, the business we're in is, is consulting, and most consultants charge for their time, so they charge by the hour, and they promise absolutely nothing. Whereas we do the opposite, we give you a fixed price instead of charging for our time, and we guarantee you that you'll get 20 times what you pay us in a fixed price, you'll get 20 times that in extra revenue in your business. Yeah, um, that's exactly right. And you know, it's real tangible too. Everybody can uh, measure something in dollars and cents. Uh, there's nothing airy-fairy about it. Um, it's interesting though, you know, sometimes uh, you come across a business that uh, it's probably a little bit harder to... Um, to measure uh, and identify something like that. Um, we, we've been working with an IT services company, basically a network uh, services company, that uh, once uh, this company has installed some sort of an infrastructure for a client, basically shifts into a, uh, a maintenance type mode. And um, as we all know, those, uh, those types of organizations um, find it pretty hard to distinguish the services that they offer and uh, this particular organization found itself competing pretty drastically on price and um, of course as the margins dwindled uh, their marketing reduced and uh, so too did their client base and uh, so one of the areas that uh, we started looking at was um, how to measure return on investment so it's a similar sort of a thing in what we do Sam in that we, we target the top line and guarantee a 20-time return on investment. Uh, and what we did with this particular client was um, actually create a uh, return on investment calculator um, that measured such things as system um, uptime, um, satisfaction levels amongst the uh, workers who um, obviously required the services of this organization to keep them uh, uh, up and running and effective. Um, as well as um, providing some value-add um, services such as some webinars and some uh, training programs for which this organization didn't charge. So they went above and beyond the call of duty for most of these types of firms, but still wanted to drill it back to a measurable result. And I think that's also pretty important. Yep, it certainly is. Yep. Again, as you said, with when you're talking about... Um the sales ecosystem 20 time guys Brian one of the things that IT that, uh, that that IT services company has done is they've produced something very tangible in terms of um, you know it's really easy to understand what it is you're getting from those guys and yeah. um, what they are promising um, that's right I uh, you know back in uh, in some of my consulting days you know it uh, it uh, used to be kind of okay to walk in and, and do a consulting assignment and uh, create some uh, documentation and get some uh, strategies in place and uh, basically uh, there never really was much of a focus on um, on any sort of measurement on anything that um, really you could hang your hat on as a core differentiator or a core uh, marketing message and we competed amongst other firms that were very similar to ourselves many of which just traded upon their name uh, or their brand identity and reputation um, but um, in that market, of course, uh, that, um, that also is changing. And um, although they've been very slow to change, I think they're starting to wake up to uh, the fact that um, many people are now rather skeptical of the consulting area to begin with. And if uh, you don't have something that's tangible and measurable, uh, 
uh, you're going to find it pretty hard um, sealing some deals. Yep, you sure are. Yep, and um, you know, looking at the economic climate in which um, businesses are operating at the moment, then there are so many businesses out there who are trading just by cutting their rates and reducing their costs, yeah. um, and they are struggling and they're feeling pain. And it, it's there's a little bit of effort goes into crafting a good core message, but you get it right, and it lifts your business out of that um, commodity business. It lifts you right out of having to compete on price. Yeah. Because people want you. People actually want your business. Um, and it really does. It, it changes everything when you get your core message right. Um, yeah, it is. It's amazing. I mean, you. Uh, everybody says that they're uh, delivering, uh, you know, excellent customer service. Um, you know, everybody says they're going to be uh, price competitive and so on and so forth. But what we're talking about takes this to another old level. And uh, you know, one of the things I always tell uh, or ask my clients to do is um, when you actually uh, are with a client. Now ask them some questions. Don't uh, don't hesitate in uh, you know asking your client why did you uh, select us? Why did you hire me? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, ask them if they can identify anything different about your business uh, in comparison to the ones that maybe they've worked with in the past. Yep. Yep. Those kind of questions are great. We also encourage <clears throat> the clients we work with to, to go to their customers and ask other questions like. Um, what is it that we do that others don't do? Or what have you seen others do that we're not doing? Um, one of the ones I particularly like myself is asking a client or a customer, um, what is it we could do or could have done that would have absolutely blown your socks away when you're looking to choose someone like us? Yeah. Um, and, and the other one that goes hand in hand with that question is, what was your biggest fear when you were selecting a company like ours? What was it you were afraid of? That's a great question. Yeah, because if you can get to the core of that, you know, what is it that would really, you know, completely thrill or, or, or blow the mind of a potential client? And what's their biggest fear in choosing your business? If you can take the two answers and craft your core message around that, um, including, as we said before, maybe a, a fairly clever guarantee around the fear aspect, then at that point, you have really nailed your core message. You might still have to woodsmith it a bit, polish it a bit, but at that stage, you will have the guts of what needs to be in that core message. Mm. Um, and we do this with all kinds of businesses. I mean, um, uh, we can use a plumber as an example because we worked with a few plumbers last year. Um, there's one plumber um, that I personally worked with and they were targeting real estate agents. Um, oh, right. Not that far from uh, from where I am looking out over the beach here, Brian. Um, so they were targeting real estate agents um, on the Sunshine Coast and they were struggling um, because lots of plumbers were targeting real estate agents and when it came to rates there's always a, there was always a plumber who's prepared to go out of business faster than any other plumber by offering silly rates so what this plumber did with um, our prodding was went to a bunch of real estate agents and asked what is it we could do as a plumbing service that would really set us apart from every other plumbing business the answer he got um, was twofold. The first part of the answer was, um, what we really want is fixed prices. Because um, in the real estate game, a property manager has to go to a, a landlord, the owner of a property, to get permission um, to spend money on getting work done by a plumber. The plumber goes and does the job and of course is working on a time and materials basis, so charging for their time. And so therefore, the amount that ends up, um, the, the plumber's bill, 
can end up being radically different than what was approved by the um, owner of the property. So one of the things real estate agents would really love is fixed pricing. Um, and the other thing they wanted was obviously people who will show up within a particular window, within a particular time window. So this plumber simply crafted his message to real estate agents in that we are the fixed price real estate plumber. And he gave them a published list of um, prices for particular typical jobs that he'd be asked to do by real estate agents. And he gave a promise that he would turn up within a two hour window for any job. Um, And based upon that, um, the very first real estate agent he knocked on the door of nearly bit his hand off and signed him up on the spot. I can see why, mate. The guy's addressed just about every fear that all of us have in engaging a plumber. Absolutely. No chance of being ripped off. The, the uh, property manager can guarantee to the owner of the building, or the owner of the property rather, um, that it's going to be a particular price and it's not going to vary from that. Um, and of course, he hasn't really, he hasn't, he's not really taken any more risk in his business. That was the other interesting aspect, because when we started to talk to him about this, he was a bit worried that he was taking on a lot of risk. But all he does is he gets to a, a house or an apartment where he's got to do a job for one of these real estate people. He has a quick look round. If, if it looks like a standard job, he carries on. If he knows there's something that's really going to slow the job down or is going to be difficult, he'll pick up the phone to the real estate agent and say, I'm at this property, here's the situation. Now, he's only ever had to do that a couple of times since he started using this approach. And in both those occasions, the real estate agents have been fine. Um, so he's actually carrying no more risk, but he is getting real estate agents signing up with him left, right, and centre, because he's the only plumber who's different. Yeah, that's very interesting. That's an exceptional um, creativity applied to a core marketing message. Um, you know, it's interesting also that uh, you know when you start talking about addressing fear, um, kind of a corollary to that is um, focusing on the result. Um, being very, very clear on what you actually uh, provide or what you sell and uh, don't get hung up on, um, on uh, like your analogy or your explanation there of the chiropractor about uh, fixing backs. What you're doing is alleviating pain and um, what sales ecosystem does is grow revenues and uh, we don't talk in terms of um, what we actually uh, do uh, other than what we achieve. And when you start to tell people what you achieve in your core marketing message, it becomes very clear um, that what they're getting is a result uh, and not a painful path to some nebulous uh, dead end. And and I guess to uh, pick on our fellow consultants a little bit there, um, most of them these days uh, like to charge uh, uh, their daily or hourly rates and uh, oftentimes don't put much emphasis on um, how long this is going to take and what you're going to receive at the end of it. So, um, you know, looking at what people fear, um, what's going to be their greatest experience in dealing with an organization like yours or what's their biggest win. And then sell yourself, ask yourself, what do you actually sell? What do you actually provide your clients? Yep. And, and that last bit, Brian, what do you actually provide your clients? And one, one way that I particularly like in terms of how you look at that um, and this is courtesy of um, Dean Jackson, who um, is a expert marketer out of the United States. Um, he came up with this concept. But the idea of thinking about um, what customers are looking for is the equivalent of a mouse looking for cheese. You know, the mouse is only looking for one thing, and that's cheese. 
Um, so if you think about your customers or prospective customers or prospective clients, what's the one thing they're looking for? In other words, what's the outcome they're looking for? Um, you know, we, we don't want to, what we don't want is a plumber. What we actually want is a licking tap to stop licking or a toilet that's um, not operating to operate properly. You know, what's the outcome? What's the cheese that the person or the customer is looking for? If you understand clearly what the cheese is, and with the real estate and plumber example before, what the real estate agents were looking for was a fixed price to get something fixed. End of story. And if you can offer them that, then you've turned the market upside down. Um, so it's, it's a very powerful concept, just sitting down and thinking, actually, um, in our business, consulting, nobody wants to hire a consultant. Okay, Nobody wakes up in the morning and thinks, what I really need to do is hire a consultant. People wake up in the morning, um, business owners who we deal with, thinking, how do I increase the size of my business? How do I grow my revenue? How do I get more sales? So therefore, in our business, what we're doing, the cheese we're offering is exactly that. We offer to help businesses increase their sales, to win more jobs. And we do it with a guarantee that says, that's what we're going to give you. And if you can't increase your sales by 20 times our fees, um, effectively, you can have your money back. Um, but it all comes down to what's the outcome, what's the cheese that your clients, your customers are looking for. And if you identify that and you tell them that's what you're going to give them and you wrap it around with a guarantee that takes the fear away, you've got a business that will be going gangbusters. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, simple stuff, but uh, not executed very often nor very well. Now, hardly any business that we start working with has sat down and crafted a powerful core message their core message when we meet with them is normally the same as everyone else in their industry. Um, and therefore, it's not surprising that they're finding it difficult to win jobs. Yeah, that's right. So would you like to summarize for us, Brian, the key points on how you uh, craft your core message? Okay, well, I'll give it a good shot, mate, and you can fill in any holes. Sure. Okay, so uh, what we're really talking about here is uh, differentiation, making your business stand out amongst your competitors. You're going to move your business out of the, uh, the ho-hum commodity world that we're living in at the moment. Um, we all know that there's a lot of suppliers of everything, so what we're going to do is we're going to move you to the front of the pack, and how we're going to do that is to create a core marketing message um, that distinguishes you and your, your business. And um, what we want to do with that is get you to think in terms of outcomes that you achieve for your client, and again, this is uh, some stuff that you uh, probably be best done either in front of a computer or with a pen and paper and start writing down some of these things. And if you can work with a uh, colleague, uh, a partner, or a sales ecosystem consultant if you want to, um, and start writing down some of these things. So what do your clients typically fear when they're uh, needing services from you or a business that provides what you provide? Um, also, what outstanding outcomes, um, what mind-blowing experience um, would a customer um, visualize when they consider working with a business like yours or a person like yourself? Um, you know, pretty easy to uh, visualize the stuff that uh, a hairdresser or a beautician or uh, you know, maybe even a chiropractor, Sam, uh, what would be a mind-blowing experience that one of your clients would uh, would have in working with you or your business? And write these things down and get them clear in your mind. Um, 
look to the competition uh, for some clues, although uh, I think you'll probably find those fairly, uh, fairly sparse. Get clear on what you actually sell. Uh, you sell outcomes. Um, and then begin to craft um, your core message. And, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of examples in here um, we can raise with you. I guess some of them, you know, it depends on what kind of uh, business you're in. You don't want to be, uh, you know, too weird or uh, too far out in terms of uh, not being clear. Uh, you want to make sure that you um, um, don't lose sight of what you're actually offering. Um, so if you're a, a window cleaner, uh, make sure that your uh, core marketing message has something to do with um, uh, cleanliness or windows or vision or safety or something of that matter so that it uh, doesn't take too much thinking on the part of a potential client to figure out what you're actually doing. And if you can write all of those things down um, onto a piece of paper and start toying around with um, your core marketing message, I guess one of the things we didn't talk about was uh, how long would a core marketing message be? And, um, you know, I guess the, uh, some other words, uh, you know, you're looking at something short, aren't you, Sam? Something short and punchy. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, maximum you're looking at one sentence. Um, you know, we, we've got one phrase in our business, as we said, the 20 times, guys, but it doesn't have to be a phrase. Uh, basically, the shorter it gets, that the harder it is to um, craft it. But certainly one sentence. If you can't capture um, your core message in one sentence, you've probably gone off track somewhere. You're probably making your message a bit too complicated. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we've certainly seen businesses do that before as well. You know, they, they end up with... Um, a paperback novel as the core message and if you, if you get to anything longer than a sentence and you're making it too complicated for potential customers or clients to understand yep that's it that's it and as we move forward of course we're going to be using this core marketing message in our uh, in our marketing too so um uh, we want to be able to uh, not only verbalize it but we want to include it in our printed materials and on our websites and in uh, whatever social media we get engaged in so uh, it needs to be something that um rings true, it's uh, short, succinct, um, and very, very clear to understand, so. Yeah, so Brian, if, if we think back as well to the, the previous episode, and maybe we, we just, um, we'll finish off this episode by putting that together with what we just talked about. So last episode, we talked about defining and identifying your target market. Yeah. So that's step number one to really, um, you know, putting some rocket fuel into your business growth, is defining your target market. Having done that, for that target market, you then craft your core message. Having crafted your core message, which is what this episode is about, in the next episode we'll talk about how to get that core message out to your target market. So in other words, which channels to use, as you're just mentioning there, Brian. Maybe there's some social media, maybe there's a website, uh, maybe there's a direct mail campaign, all kinds of different ways. There are, in fact, we have about 32 different activities you can use. Um, which are basically just different ways of getting your message out there. So we'll, we'll talk about how we do that in the next episode. Um, but I just want to re-emphasize again, you mentioned it yourself, Brian, but just emphasize again to listeners, if you're listening into this episode and you're trying to craft your core message and you'd like us at Sales Ecosystem to have a look at what you're doing or to point you in the right direction, please pick up the phone and give us a call. Um, the number's on the website or drop us an email, those email addresses on the website as well. But please don't be afraid to um, reach out and ask us what we think of your core message. We'd love to help you out with that. You bet. 
And I think, uh, Brian, with that, I think we're about done and it's about time for our Easter holidays. It sounds good to me, mate. Uh, That's been great. Thanks so much, Sam. And uh, it's been a really enjoyable chat. Looking forward to our next one. Yep, me too, Brian. So, um, And thanks to all the listeners for listening in. And we'll catch you again in the next episode. Great. See you, Sam. Bye, Brian.